0: Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi, nahmuduhu wa nasta'inu bihi wa na'udhu bihi min shurur anfusina wa sai'i ati amalina Man yahdihi allahu fala muzillah lah wa man yudlil fala haadiya lah waashhadu anna la ilaha illa Allah waashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa Ya ayyuhal ladhine amanu attaquu allaha haqqa tukatih wa la tamuotunna illa wa entum muslimoon All thanks and praise is due to God. We seek God's help and forgiveness. We seek refuge in God from the evil within ourselves and from the consequences of our bad deeds. Those whom Allah has led astray, no one can lead, guides. And those whom Allah have guided, no one can lead them astray. I bear witness that there is no God, but God alone without any partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad, peace be upon him. Is God's servant and God's messenger. You who believe, be mindful of God, as is God's due, and make sure you devote yourself to God to your dying moments. I advise you and my sinful self to be mindful of Allah and to obey Him, and I start with what is best words from the Quran. Hamid, and it is a mighty book. No wrong can come to it from before it or from behind it. Sent down from the wise and he who deserves to be praised. <coughs> My bayan today is about the benefits of understanding the Quran since the time of the prophet, peace be upon him, and recent years. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken upon himself the task of preserving the Quran from any distortion or changing of its words. And he said, inna nahnu wa inna lahu we have sent down the revelation and we shall preserve it. The prophet peace be upon him said, the best, the honorable of my nation are those who carry the Quran among them and those who stay awake at night in worship. So what are the characteristics of the Qur'an that makes it so beneficial and important to Muslims? The Qur'an is a miracle book in every aspect of it, in its style, eloquence, and richness of meaning. It's a miracle in setting doctrines, ethics, rules, and laws of dealings in life. A miracle in telling us about the unknown al Ghayb and in telling us about previous nations and about previous messengers of God. <clears throat> it's also a miracle in the facts and sciences of the universe. It's also a miracle in its effect on hearts and souls. It contains all that humanity needs for its happiness in this world and the world hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said As it comes to you guidance from me, then the one who follows my guidance will not go astray and will not suffer. And so for its words to be heard and understood and then converted into practical reality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Quran in an easy to read manner. And he said, We have made the Quran easy to read and recite. So is there anyone taking account? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put the Quran in the heart of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and taught him the meanings of it. And uh, he always used to recite it with, Prophet, with angel Jibril Jibreel salam, all the time, especially in Ramadan. He showed us the love of the Quran throughout his whole life. And that is why sayyida Aisha Radiallahu Anha, she is one of the Prophet's wives, said about him that his manners are those of the Quran. So in every way of his life he was uh, using whatever he read from the Quran. We also know that sayyida Khadijah Radiallahu Anha, she was the first wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the first woman to believe women and men to believe in his prophecy. She also was the first to learn the Qur'an from the Prophet, peace be upon him. And then she taught it to her daughters and the people around her. And that way, she became the first Muslim woman scholar to teach Qur'an. There's also a Sayyidah Aisha anha. Also, she was one of the Prophet's uh, wives. And the Prophet praised her knowledge by saying, Aisha is superior to all women, as is Al Tharid to all food. Al Tharid is a type of food known at that time as being one of the best food. It's made from uh, meat, uh, broth, and bread. So it is one of the, at the prophet's time, very highly valued food because they didn't have that much meat and uh, bread. And one of the followers, one of the companions of the Prophet, praised Sayyid Aisha, and he said, I have never known, met anyone who is more knowledgeable in what is right and wrong, in science, in medicine, in poetry, more than a Sayyid Aisha, anha, the mother of the believers. After the Prophet, peace be upon him, died, a Sayyid Aisha took one part of the Prophet's mosque uh, near her room as part of her, uh, like for teaching. And she sat in that corner. People came to her from all over the land to learn and take from her knowledge. And many Muslim scholars graduated throughout her teachings. In addition, the companions of the Prophet took to learning the Holy Quran, realizing the importance and honor that Allah has bestowed upon them as being the first generation to receive the Quran from the Prophet, peace be upon him. They were keen to recite and learn and understand the meanings of it with the help of the Prophet, peace be upon him, who said, whenever people gather in a house, reading the Holy Quran and learning about it, then peace will come down on them and angels will fly around them. And Allah will remember them among the angels. So inshallah, that's what's happening now and always when you read the Quran. He also said, recite the Quran for it comes on judgment day seeking forgiveness for those who are its companions. Furthermore, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, used to choose from among his companions, those who knew the Quran best, so that they can be teachers to other people in Islamic uh, practices. So they were held in higher esteem because of that knowledge. Here we can also mention As-Sayyida Hafsa bint Umar radiallahu anhumah. She was also one of the Prophet's wife, and when the Prophet peace be upon him died, <coughs> there was something which we call Hurub al redda the war of apostasy. This is the war where some Muslims, when the Prophet died, decided not to pay Zakah. They said it's not part of the five pillars of Islam. So uh, Khalifa Abu Bakr, the first, uh, well, you can say president now, uh, the first Khalifa to come after the Prophet died, decided to make war against them. And in that war, many Muslim scholars died. And those scholars who died, most of them, used to memorize the Quran by heart. So uh, Abu Bakr when he saw that, he was afraid the Quran will be lost because they didn't have it written at that time except in different papers. So he suggested that they gather it in a book and write it all in one book like we know now. When he finished gathering the Quran, he gave it to Sayyidina Umar for safekeeping. Sayyidina Umar when he died, gave it, passed it on to his daughter Hafsa, Bint Omar, Hafsa was called the keeper of the Holy Quran and she kept it with her and she was given that honor because she was one of the few men and women at that time who knew how to read and write. Many people were ignorant at that time, but she was one of the few who, men or women who could read and write. So she had the honor of keeping that holy book with her. She was also known for many of her uh, Islamic uh, knowledge of Islamic subjects and people used to come and ask her many questions. She was also known as Rawiya. Rawiya means a narrator of the Prophet's Hadith. Because she was his wife, she used to memorize lots of his speech and then she used to say it herself to teach other people. The second generation of the followers of the companions called al-tabi'in. they took the same path as the companions uh, towards the Quran. They used it as the light that guided them through their path. In addition to that, they raised their children from very early age in the love of the Quran, and they tried to teach them to memorize it from an early age because to tell you the truth, it's much easier when you are small to memorize it than when you get older. It is well known that uh, when Hamad, son of Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Abu Hanifa is one of the four prominent Muslim scholars whom the Islamic nation follow his uh, studies. When his son, young son learned Surat Al-Fatiha, memorized it by heart, then his father celebrated this occasion and gave his teacher, who taught him how to memorize it, 500 dirhams. The teachers thought that was too generous for just learning one surah, but Abu Hanifa said to him, man, don't underestimate what you have taught my son. Uh, If I had more, I would have given it to you because of the high status of the Quran for me and for the Muslims. So for just one small surah. With this attitude and by turning to it on all details of their lives, they became the best nation brought out to mankind. They toured the land spreading the message of Islam. Through their knowledge and behavior, they built a great civilization. Now that is a very, very small piece of what was the attitude of our predecessors toward the Quran. But what is the position of our recent societies? Sadly, most of us deserted the Quran in many aspects. How so? Most of us read the Quran in a shallow passing by attitude, not looking into its meaning, not obeying its commands, and not restraining from what it forbids. We don't act upon what we read in the Quran, and when we read it, we read it near graves and in funerals, and maybe in competitions to show off how much we recite, who can recite more. We have also mastered writing it in nice paper and nice handwriting to hang it on walls or as necklaces for a good omen. In my country, Syria, it became a tradition to see uh, verses from the Quran hanging on every wall. And it is given as a gift to newlyweds to put it in their home on a shelf, just like that, like part of a furniture. Uh, And then maybe they might read it at special occasions. We used, if we hear Quran coming out from a recording from a house when we are passing by, our first question would be, has someone died in that house? We always know someone died if you can hear recording of the Quran up till now. So of course that's not bad, but I want to say that it's not bad to do that, but that is not why the Quran came down for us. So how can we take Guidance from the Quran. The Quran is the book that guides us on how to advance yourself, to enrich the best in you, for yourself first, and then for the people around you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran. A blessed book that we send down to you so that they may reflect upon its verses and for those with intelligence can take heed. Nothing will put the Islamic world back to the right path again other than what had put their predecessors on the right path before them, and that is the guidance of the Qur'an. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the best among you are those who learn the Quran and those who teach it. He also said, peace be upon him, the one who recites a letter from the book of Allah will receive a reward. And for each reward, it will be doubled 10 times. I do not say alif, lam, meem is one word, but I say alif is a letter, Lam is a letter and Meem is a letter. So whoever is good at mathematics, every if you say just Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, you have taken 19 rewards and Allah will triple it ten times. The most encouraging Hadith is when He said, Peace be upon Him, the one who reads the Quran by heart will be placed with the honorable, knowledgeable angels. And the one who reads it while it is difficult for him will receive double the reward. So even when we find it difficult to read it in Arabic, we should try because you will get double the reward inshallah. People think because we are born Arab speaking that we are lucky we can read the Quran and learn it quickly, but that is not the case. The Arabic we speak today is so different from the Arabic of the Quran of 1,500 years ago. We can read it, we can understand parts of it, but what is different is what is in your intention to read it. So you can read it like an ordinary book, but you won't benefit from it. Uh, and the trouble is because in Syria, women spend their gathering when they gather together. They spend it in chatting, gossiping, eating, in what we call uh, reception or isti'bal. It's something they do it once every month in different houses, like a meeting, but they just spend it chatting and spending time like that, wasting time, you can say. However, for now, it's still a hard struggle against society and tradition, but with strong will and good faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes easier to practice reading the Quran as we go along. For me, I first started taking proper interest in reading the Quran properly during high school, I usually prefer Fajr time because it's a quiet time before we start the day's work and worries. And then you can sit and relax and read it quietly. But it gives me so much inner peace that I can turn to it any time of the day. It doesn't have to be just a morning time. Even today, I am still learning the Quran with other women scholars. I still cannot recite it all by heart which is my goal and aim, insha'Allah. I'm working at it slowly and steadily with exams in between to strengthen our knowledge in Islam. Insha'Allah, my aim is to finish it before I die. While reading the Quran, you will find it interesting in so many different ways. So if you like history, there are historical events to read about. If you like science, you will find many scientific facts mentioned. Some were recently discovered and some may be yet to come later on. And if you are maybe interested in law, then you can delve into its many Islamic rules and regulations which no human being can match in its wisdom and perfect balance of mercy and justice. Or maybe you just want to relax after a hard day. You can sit and listen to scholars Who read it in a very beautiful voice and you will find peace and tranquility, and so on, so on. I can go on forever. The Quran can provide answers to people in so many different ways. And that's why Ibn Mas'ud, he was one of the prominent scholars, a great scholar, and a companion of the Prophet, peace be upon him. He said, Quran is a banquet table from God. So take from this banquet what you can walhamdulillahirabbilalameen wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wasallam praise be to allah god of all universe and prayer and peace be upon the prophet muhammad and his family and his companions wassalamu alaykum thank you